Welcome to the Bob Jeswald Show this week. Oh, another good week. But you know, when this podcast was aired, this is winding down the 2021 year. And it doesn't really matter what year we're talking about here because we're coming up on the holiday season and New Year's resolutions. Have you thought about that? Like, I got to do this, I got to do that. And then you kind of make a goal. You don't know where you're going with this. You think of resolutions, they don't work. Seriously, we're talking about resolutions don't work. There's a way to approach it. And there's a scientific nature that goes behind it. I want you to learn more about it. That's all coming up on the Bob Jeswald Show. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. So before you go out and purchase one of those memberships that get you in shape, whatever it may be, you got to lose weight, you want to do this, all that resolution stuff going on. There's a way to approach it. There's a right way of looking at it. And it comes with one goal in mind, and it's coming up right now with our exercise science professor, Doc Hickey, and of course, my colleague here right next to me, Joanne Kogel. Excited as this could be. No coffee, no nut. Did you have coffee today? Uh, I have had three, four cups. Amazing. I have to ask that question all the time. Yeah. How does she, how is she so relaxed? I don't know. Maybe we need to ask somebody who's an exercise four professor. four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, we got Doc Hickey in the house all the way down right here at Florida A&M. And again, he's into the mechanics of exercise and science and much more. I mean, you're the expert and he does so much when it comes to physical fitness, along with our, of course, trainer expert, Joanne, which we all know. So again, I'm gonna welcome, Doc, welcome. How are you? Hey, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob, and thank you, Joanne. It was uh, it was just a couple of days I saw you up there in Columbus at the Santa Claus Classic 10K. Yeah, Sunday night. We'll make sure you Cali get your Gardens. award. And Doc was a winner. Oh, Doc did come up a winner. I could, have, I wouldn't expect anything less in his age top three overall. Top three, seventh way overall. Go, way to go, Doc! You get it. You get a nutcracker. Probably ran so fast <laughs> you didn't even see the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, actually, I, I saw some of the lights. I was, I was. It was still daylight. The sun hadn't set yet, Joanne. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, these fast runners are missing. I'm like, kind of going at an eight fifty five pace, shooting the whole thing. You know, trying to shoot as much as I could. And you know, I had the phone like this running. I saw time. that. Yeah. The best I could, but it, it did that vertical thing on me. I, you know, Facebook drives me crazy. Love it, but you know, but at times it just despise it. It's like, how can it do that to me? My phone was not locked, but for somehow or another, it put it at a weird angle. So you'd have to take your mobile device and kind of move it like this, so at least it's the right way. But it seemed like we got we got thousands of views, so that was good. So that was good. So you know, yes. I, I got to tell you something. It was a lot of fun. You're not kidding. That was at Callaway Gardens. And speaking of which, as part of Joanne Kogel runs the fitness series at Callaway Gardens and, and kicking off in January, we got the Patriot Challenge going to be up there at uh, Callaway again, kicking off the 2022 year. And we're speaking of the new year and we kind of equipped about this stock. You, you've been saying this and Joanne, you know, what about resolutions? You know, they're, they're kind of passe. I mean, is it really something that's worth anyone getting behind? What's a better way of looking at that and maybe taking it at a different approach maybe? Yeah, that's that's a really good point, Bob. Um, when we when we look at New Year's resolutions, uh, the the first thing is that um, right now, if we want to make a behavior change, our cards are stacked against us. We have the first thing we look at is we got seasonal affective disorder going on right now. The time change sets our circadian rhythm, which is our the natural rhythm of our sleep and wake. That's going to be off a little bit. As, and then the days are getting shorter. We're coming up on the shortest day of the year. And so our just our normal biorhythms are going to be a little bit low. Uh, the second thing that we take a look at with why the deck is stacked against us is going to be the stress of the holidays, where not only do we have to do our normal activities of daily life, the things that, the things that we do each day, to keep the train moving forward, but we're also going to add on a lot of other responsibilities and a lot of outside stressors. And for example, relatives coming to visit, um, what are we going to cook for, for, uh, for the dinners? Um, what are we, how are the travel? And, uh, and so these all create stress. And when we take a look at stress, stress is stress, whether it's a, a physiological stress from a workout or a physiological stress from a race or a psychological stressor from any of the things that we've just, that I've just rattled off. 
And when we look at the body, and I, I'm looking right here, neck up, neck down, neck up knows that I it can distinguish between my physiological and my psychological stressors. Neck down has no idea what's going on, whether it's a uh, whether it's a psychological stressor of in-laws coming to visit or uh, for my students right now, they're wrapping up the semester, they're taking exams, writing papers. The body is going to undergo the same physiological processes, whether it's a psychological stressor or whether we're standing on the starting line of the Santa Claus Classic 10K, getting ready for that gun to go. We're going to go into that fight or flight state. Uh, when we look at our uh, we have a nervous system called the autonomic nervous system in the body. Autonomic is synonymous with automatic. And there's going to be two branches, parasympathetic and sympathetic. The parasympathetic branch is the rest and digest branch. The sympathetic branch is the fight or flight branch. When we are under stress, our sympathetic branch is upregulated and our body prepares for action. So when we look at this in terms of the myth of the New Year's resolution, we are going to be physically and mentally tired to an extent going into New Year's Day. And now, because, hey, it's a brand new year, the calendar changes, we're, we're going to have some resolution where we're going to reinvent our lives in a week, two weeks. And, uh, and what we're doing is setting ourselves up for failure. You know, I, I laugh at this because I remember years ago, you always think about people right after the New Year uh, day and you say, oh, gosh, all these people in the gym. And, you know, Joanne owns a gym. And it's like you never see them. And I'm like, gosh, I have no room. I got to get on this exercise. You can tell this person. And you don't want to You want to be encouraging. And you go, well, right. don't worry. In a couple of weeks, they'll be all gone anyway. Is that part of that too? Because it creates like a crash and burnout then because then people, you get so excited about it and then you're like, well, I mean, Joanne, you probably see it too sometimes, but you're, you we're probably little, are we're, we're, Yeah, we're a little different. We don't yeah. see our big rush until February. Okay. It's usually because they figured out other places don't work. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Right. That, but you know, yeah. but I mean, we're, work out but of we're, a, we're a boutique, so yeah. and it's it, different than a global gym. And that's right. that's where I think you see that a lot at those type of gyms because it's more not saying people are I don't want to say semi trained or or been exposed more professional type of athleticism. You can get that, but you you do kind of see those people that come pouring in. Perhaps like I can look from the waist down, not judging, but it's like mm, they haven't been in a gym in a long time. But we want to get people that are listening to this out of that that's that scope and not be one of those people. How do we get them not to be one of those people? That's that's a great uh, great point. And so the first thing to do is to not go to the Globo gym to sign up on the first day of the year. Okay. Um, when I was working, I worked at uh, I worked at a Globo gym for a year between my master's degree and my doctoral degree, and on the on January first, I made more money as a personal trainer selling personal training packages than I did in the entire month of June. Uh, and, and when you're, you know, what am I, 25, 26, something like that. And you're, you know, you're making money hand over fist. You're like, this is great. But then when I look back at it, I feel bad for the people that signed up and then used one or two sessions. Um, because when we, when we take a look at how do we make a lasting change, we need to run through a series of steps, just like, everything else that we do if we're training for a race whatever whatever event it may be we need to run through our progressions and we we get into trouble when we skip steps so there's six stages of change you have your pre-contemplation your contemplation your preparation or determination stage action stage maintenance stage and then if it's a negative health behavior we're looking at a termination stage. But when we're looking at health, it's going to be pre-contemplation, contemplation, determination, action, maintenance. And one of the things that we look at to make sure that a behavior change is going to stick is to realize that we need to go through all these steps sequentially. 
right now, let's let's take a, a look at a hypothetical person who's not even thinking about engaging in exercise right now. They're they're sitting at Krispy Kreme and they got donut number three in, maybe coffee number two in, and they're they're enjoying their life and doing their thing. And then all of a sudden, on New Year's Eve, they're gonna say, you know what? This is the year I get in shape. 2022 is going to be my year. And the, I'm going to set my alarm for eight in the morning. I'm going to be the first one down at the, Glo- the Globo gym and I'm going to sign up. And they do that. And then they meet with their trainer probably that day. And they say, I'm going to work out five days a week for an hour. Hmm. And as a trainer, I saw that. I saw people that would go from zero to five days a week for an hour. And It's just not sustainable. So what we need to do is go through a contemplation phase where we are going to think about the behavior change. We're going to think about the pros and the cons. And we'll make a list. And if the pros are are better than the cons, then we're going to do it. If the pros are less than the cons, we're not going to make that change. So we go through that contemplation phase And maybe that's something that we do on January 1st. Maybe on January 1st, we sit down and we say, all right, for the next week, the next two weeks, I'm going to think about making the behavior change, contemplation, and then go through my preparation and my determination phase, read about it, find inspirational stories, uh, attach meaning to it, come up with your why. Why am I going to do this? A lot of behavior changes don't take place or they start and then fail because the why isn't strong enough. You know, like in, in strength, in the strength coach biz, you got to know your why. So that those are going to, those would be the first few things to do in the first couple of weeks of 2022. You think think about it yeah, and about begin it. to prepare and prepare for it. Joanne, is that something that you, you can get behind or is that what you see a lot or, you know, as a boutique type, Jim, that you, you know, kind of host, I mean, you, you seem to have the folks that come, they already have the why. I mean, they know whether they're active duty, they just got back or somebody who was injured, you, you kind of train some of those folks up, women who maybe just want to make a lifestyle change, or is it any of that going on? Or Well, I mean, in our industry, so I own a CrossFit gym, which, or a strength and conditioning gym, if you don't want to yeah. on the CrossFit side. And we usually see our big boom in February when people go to the global gym and they they have all the same things that Doc just talked about, and they realize that they need a little bit of hand-holding and a little bit of motivation <clears throat> from coaches or from a small group environment or a personal trainer. And by February, they've paid their bills. Uh, they've seen they've kind of done a little bit of self-discovery, and then they come and see us. And then, um, I mean, our retention of um, involving people getting involved in people's lives and uh, holding them accountable is a little bit different and a little bit more involved than your global gym that sees 3,000 to 5,000 people a day. And you think, cause it's a lot of times those gyms are more about the numbers. The more we get in, it's a sales thing, get them in, get it. But we want to retain people. Yeah. It's just right. like anything. If you can get somebody to do that, then you have a scholar of, 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 of just being, a, a specialist in the gym or somebody who can help somebody else. Cause I think if you see somebody, you'd say, Hey, I want what she has or what they have. And the reason why I say that Siegfried and Roy, when I lived in Las Vegas, I, I worked out at um, a place off of spring mountain and uh, it, it was, it was kind of, it was a globe gym. So, so to speak, but it had a little flair to it. it had like a little area where you can, you can go get something to drink when you're done. It wasn't the, the Bally's thing from the seventies, but it was similar to that type setup. But Siegfried and Roy work out there. And uh, uh, it was Siegfried that was there. And I'll never forget, he, I was working out with a buddy of mine. I was rowing or doing something. I was really into it. I had it because I had a routine. And he looked, he goes, I want to do what he's doing. <laughs> I want to do what he's doing. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because I'm thinking I'm far from it. But I, I did. I was training. I was trying. I was doing more of the bodybuilding type stuff. And, um, you know, I got out of that after injuries and stuff like that and, and a more cardio and as you guys know, I do, I probably, I don't do as much running as everyone thinks, but I, I do more cardio swim in that. And I, I incorporate every time weights I talk to you, Bob, and every I'm time running. she calls me, I'm running. I don't know. It's just the, the, <laughs> the, what's the odds of that? Always running. But, but it is, but when you think about it, 
you go to the you go to the gym and you do look at other people. I do, and you kind of see what they're doing. You know, sometimes you do at those gyms, specialty gyms. People are going to say, "Well, I can't afford them, Doc." So, how do we get? There's still a niche there, and I, I know Joanne's going to jump on this in a second. But that's what I hear from a lot of the the, the kids. And you, but it would be beneficial for them. Is, isn't that true? Wouldn't it be better to go to? a gym like Joanne or go to these other gyms. And I'm not putting, cause there's people out there. Those gyms are good. But I mean, for someone who doesn't know the why. Right. Um, here's another key adage. Those that pay, pay attention. Okay. So that, yeah. so what that means is that if I'm gonna, if I am new in working out and uh, I mean, if, if we were to go, um, let's, let's pretend that I'm not a, exercise science professor, uh, let's pretend I'm a philosophy professor. And I know what it took in terms of knowledge, in terms of mentorship to get to where I am now as a philosophy professor. Now I want to get in shape. Well, what I need to do is recreate that model of success. And what do I do? I go out and I find a mentor. I find, I go to Joanne's gym because there's my mentor. There's somebody that's going to hold me accountable. There's somebody that is knowledgeable, that is trained, that's an expert in, in human performance. And she's going to lead me to the promised land. She's going to lead me to my promised land. It's going to be my own journey. Joanne's been there. Joanne's been on many fitness journeys. And Joanne's going to say, oh, yeah, that mountain right there? Yeah, I know how to get you there. You're going to do this, 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 and this with me to prepare. And then I'm going to send you up that trail and you're going to finish the rest of it on your own. Here's my cell phone. If you get lost, give me a call. And that's what we're looking at with, with this, this high end mentoring where those that pay, pay attention. And then the the other thing that we look at with, um, with exercise is we can, I, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole a little bit right now, but the whole concept of exercise as medicine, right? If we invest in our own personal beings right now, we are going to extend the quality of a life, not just the years in our lives, but the lives in our years so that we can be like my parents who are completely independent at 88 years old. My dad's out mowing the lawn and he's in upstate New York. So he's probably up there shoveling the snow. Now <laughs> that's <too>. right. <laughs> All year but, round. Uh, it never stops snowing. Uh, in upstate it, it New York. It doesn't. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't. But yeah, so that's where, um, and then the, the other thing that, that we look at is with, with finances, people will use that as an excuse for, but they'll, they'll go and spend, the same amount of money on something else that's going to drag their health down. That's that, my favorite. That's cool. That's the psychology of that, which I'm, I was trying to trying to wrap my head around it. It's a great way for someone out there who, who I would say use an excuse, but to say that, I mean, if you're not, oh, I can't afford, I can't pay, then you're not, because you're, you, if you're going to find it and invest in yourself, this is, this is longevity. It gives you so much. It's like the fitness for life concept, you know, right. and, and, uh, quoting, you know, Bill Phillips or somebody like that, who just, you know, look, this is body for life or there's, yeah. I mean, you saw these different little phrases. I think that was the right one. I was thinking it was body for life, but, but it's, it's like we have to invest in ourselves to do it. And there's different gyms for everybody. We talked about this last week with Joanne a little bit and Joanne said, you know, not everybody who comes to her place and, and Joanne, correct me if you, what you said, and they, you may not say you're going to turn them away, right. but you may say, this may not be for you. This is what you need. And this is, you know, so there's, there's that many specialty right. gyms that are out there. And, and so anybody listening, that might be a great opportunity for you to take advantage of. I want everybody to, to feel good and go. I mean, when you go to some of those other gyms, maybe out of convenience and there's 3000 people there and there's, you know, you know, 3000 machines, but you have one trainer kind of walk around with a spray bottle cleaning up. Um, you know, you know, maybe that's the gym for you. Cause you're just looking to get cardio and you're somebody who's already into that. Look, I just need a place to kind of get my body, get the blood pumping. And maybe I want to specialize in something. I see a lot of people with dual gym memberships too, for different places to get what they need out of it. You know, a right. lot of times. And now that we know what your background is in, 
between you and Joanne, it's kind of interesting because somebody who's looking at it from the science of how everything works, you, you opened up with something pretty germane, I thought, and that, that feeling of below the neck and how those stresses go on in life and things of anticipation that could put you off from doing a, a resolution of some sort. So, right. you know, maybe we're talking about physical fitness, but there's already, you know, I'm going to quit smoking, but it's going right. to be this day. I'm going to stop drinking on that day. You know, right. and I know, you, you know, not from that kind of perspective, again, the stress enzymes go kind of haywire a little bit too. And I, I, I've noticed that. What does it do to people who are under the stress? If you can make any recommendations, let's not stress about a resolution. Let's get a plan. You know, let's make sure we know in our head where we're going to be in the why. And so what, you know, where did this even come up with? Why is a new year's resolution? I mean, I, I kind of laugh at that in a sense. I mean, it's yeah, just, because it, do it today. It's an arbitrary day. Yeah. No, so December 31st to January 1st, why not do it from, I don't know, September 17th to September 18th? But Doc, you know, I've got uh, so many holiday Christmas parties to go to. And, uh, here we go. You know, here we go. And my mom's birthday is here. And then my, there we know, go. And my sister's mm-hmm. birthday is here. And I always say excuses, excuses, you know, excuses, and, then I and go to more this work excuses. Party, you know, and my ankle hurts today. <laughs> Encyclopedia of excuses. You know, the moon's not in the right spot. My back hurts. <laughs> I'm sore. I can't get it's off the boring. couch. Right. You know, they do that. My, I come from a, a Italian-American family background, and, and you know, I'm, somebody's going to get ticked at me here, pissed in a second, because my mom's going to listen to so many. But I'm sorry. Mom, if you're now listening. Bobby. I know. Yeah, you know Bobby. that's not true. <laughs> but it's, they do, this is exactly what my family does. I call, and I love my aunt dearly, my mom. But they, it, it goes right back to my grandmother and everybody. It's always like, hey, you know, how, how you doing? Oh, God, it's terrible. You know, I've been... Oh God, you know, my chest, I, I just can't, and excuses. I heard that my whole life. And I think that could be a lot why the way I am, because I'm like, hell, I can't do that is not me. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be different from that. That's my why in a sense, like this is why I do what I do. Cause I don't want to be like that. Not that they don't, they're not sedentary people. Trust me, my mom, they can't sit still. That's where I get that from. But they, it's that psychological part is what I'm trying to get that can be damning where they could possibly do it. In fact, if they did that, it would relieve the stress. Like right. I, I've been the, the stress. My stress hits me <laughs> below the belt. And I and Joanne's gonna sit next to me, but I said this to her last week. It hits me. I'm a guy over 50. I'm 56. I'm not ashamed of that. And I got BPH. It's benign prostatitis, hyperplasia <clears throat> or whatever. And it causes your prostate to inflame. When I get, when I get stressed, that's when my prostate acts up. It squeezes on urethra and I can't pee. So then I got to start taking stuff, but I know fun facts with <laughs> quick, Bob. Quick, quick shot of joy in here, real fun, quick. Fun facts, fun but, facts. But I, the exercise part of it, and this is what I'm trying to say to my family, they would make excuses why they can't go, Joanne, and Doc, and and it, when you do it, it the stress goes away. That's that's right. my people go. Well, Bob, you're always going. How can you do it? That's the part where I decompress, and and even if it's floating and Epsom salt at the Uptown Float, that's our local place. I did give them a shout out here. Uh, they don't advertise or anything, but I'm just saying, I just, it's incredible to release that stress. And when I ran with you guys this past Sunday from this podcast, Joanne didn't run. She was, she had other things. She's a director. She was she busy. Did, she was busy. She was a little busy. I, a little busy. But, but for me, <clears throat> that is such a release. I can't explain. It's the, what is that? What endorphin, what creates that? You guys can talk about this, that people got to know. Just by getting even a walk, I'm not talking about people have to be a high-skilled athlete here, just walking or anything, the dopamine, what is going on to relieve that stress below the neck? Uh, so when we take a look at it, let's look um, primally a little bit. So zebras don't get ulcers. And okay. zebras have the, the chemical adrenaline in zebras is real similar in composition to the human adrenaline and what the why zebras don't get ulcers is they they do what the adrenaline was designed to do which is to make the zebra very very fast but for the human adrenaline is made to make us really really fast or really really strong by doing a workout after the day's over like five o'clock work's done 
great. I'm going to the gym or I'm going for a run. I'm going to be active. That is going to burn off the adrenaline that's built up over the course of the day. And so we're, we are at, we're going to let the body do what it was designed to do. Because when I get, when we go back to that whole neck up, neck down, a physiological stressor is going to cause a release of adrenaline, just like a psychological or a mental stressor causes the, the release of adrenaline because the body neck down has no idea whether it's a physical or a mental stressor. It just knows that homeostasis, which is the body's constant stable environment, has just been disrupted. Whether it's because of a project at work or an, or an email or a surprise meeting uh, or actually doing a workout, doing a sprint workout or doing, uh, doing some heavy lifts. So if we, if we do what the adrenaline was designed to do, which is physical activity, that's going to burn that off. And then we're going to be in a better headspace moving on through the rest of the night. The, so the homeostasis should be in balance. It's kind of the state yes. at all times. So we got to get the neck above and we got to get the neck below together. Right. And that's right. Okay. Got to get them on the same page. Now you talked about what's one thing that somebody could do to start out with say today, right? I'm going to mm -hmm. make a, I'm going to, I'm, I'm fired up. We saw this podcast. Mm-hmm with Bob and Joanne and some other knucklehead from upstate New York. No, and, no, uh, no, no. Now he's down and, in Tallahassee, Florida. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Tallahassee's problem yeah, now. That's, that's her problem. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So um, the one thing that we can do is to look at our breathing. And when we look at the difference between nasal breathing and mouth breathing, nasal breathing has a better parasympathetic upregulation. So what that means in normal terms is that the uh, if we were to look at the our adrenal glands and, and look at adrenaline, nasal breathing keeps the, the bees or the adrenaline in the hive better. So just nasal breathing. See, I'm doing it right now. Did you, did you catch that, Joanne? You're breathing in and out of your nose. You're exhaling through your mouth. Okay, I'm not supposed to do that, though. No. Mm -mm. Hang on, I'm doing it. In right. through the nose, out through the nose. And <clears throat> so it's hard just, to do. It's hard to do that. We don't is. do that. We don't do that. It's very hard. Uh, but when we're doing that, we are turning on our the resting branch of that automatic nervous system. Okay. And that's going to dr drop heart rate. It's going to drop blood pressure. The other thing it's going to do is clear our minds for better decision making. So just breathing in and I'm out. It. I'm loving it. So when the kids say something to me, I'm just going to look right. and they're going to think I'm on something. I'm, right. I'm going to be just like this. You know, Dad, really, could, could we please go or could I please have so-and-so over? I, I, you know. Now you just look pissed. Clear out Okay, so mind. then that doesn't work. <laughs> right. I'm trying, right? It's that, so when we, you know, Love we take a look everyone at else's, um, Everyone else's response is dopamine. Yeah. Dopamine. You know, fight or flight. Fight, fight or flight. <laughs> dopamine adrenaline yeah, right, right. right yeah and so you know see the, and see that is that's fascinating so age groups anyone listening to this too does it really matter i mean dr gordy borkat was on here weeks ago on one of these podcast episodes 80 years old he says i'll never stop moving when i do i'm in trouble he goes i've been running he still runs today marathons not that everybody's yeah. gonna be a marathon runner joanne but are you saying doc? that I'm not a marathon runner? No, you're a triathlete. <laughs> I have she's run a, a marathon or yes, two or three know, in know, my life. She's done Ironman. And a little she's insulted. Not, oh, don't, she's done Ironman, which is more than a you know. She's got a mar she's got a marathon incorporated with hundreds of miles. That's of on the back end of a, of I know. a triathlon. So ready? She just God said it to me. I'm gonna breathe through my nose, Joanne. You know, I breathe through my nose all day, every day. There you go. She does a good job at <laughs> it. But but I but I but you know what I'm saying? I mean. Who yeah. is there? Is there an age limit to this? Because anyone listening is saying, look, no. you know, that old saying, um, you know, hey, how you doing to the old Italian? I could use Italian jokes here because I'm Italian. But, you know, hey, how you doing, Uncle Pete? Good. How are you? And, you know, my wife, she's been doing this, doing all that, everything. But I got a pain in my rear. But other than that, I can't complain. But, <laughs> but you can complain. 
because you, you're complaining, but don't complain if you go ahead and get the dopamine rocking. And that right. would be through something like walking, running, biking, whatever, right. gym, whatever. It's good for you, right? Why not everybody do it? And I think, you know, and we all know that anybody does anything. You talk to your doctor first if you feel like you have any condition. We all, we all know that. And that's, Joanne would tell that to her, her people. And I know you do that to your students. You talk to them. And, and you're yeah. even trained, too, on the side. It's part of who you are. And so... You know, who are your clients? I mean, who do you who do you see? Who who are the clients that we should be after right now? Anybody that wants to make a change. Bingo, okay. Anybody that wants I to mean, get I better. I think you have to have some sort of uh, you have to have some level of interest intrinsic motivation. Right. So, I mean, and without that, you're not going to make whether you believe in new year's resolutions or not. I mean, you know. Yeah. You have to have some some level of desire to do something. And of course, for the purpose of the podcast, we're we're getting close to that time of year, and just want to kind of debunk that and hopefully get people to kind of transition, to, you know, in the space of what we're talking about. Make this September seventeenth to September eighteenth, and do the doggone thing. Come in with the why, you know, or maybe maybe March first or something. Yeah. First day of spring. I mean, that's that's one First of the things with action yeah. is that you do set a date. So, for um, for example, they sign up for. Joanne's 5k at Callaway gardens, the last Saturday of January, that would be, and then that would be something that I'm would be, you know, that day, look at, she knows the doable. Date. It could have been because somebody had a microphone Saturday saying, Hey, don't you forget to try Columbus. It's, it's on the calendar. Yeah, I got it. I got to figure out which register. one I'm going to do. Are you going to do Am the I marathon going 5K half? or half marathon? Oh, the half marathon. The half's fun. It's gotta be <laughs> You're already halfway there after the weekend. Oh yeah, that's true. It'll be fine. Of course, those are the ones that Joanne doesn't let me participate, except I get, but I have fun anyway. I get to see everybody finish and start. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, one of the things also with goals is, and, and like tell, there's, there's one side of the coin that says, tell people your goals. And then there's another side of the coin that says, don't tell people your goals. If you tell people what your goals are, then you, you have people that may hold you accountable toward your progress but there's the on the other side of the coin there's that where there's that that philosophy where if i tell you what my goal is and you tell me you give me reinforcement i want to do x y and z oh you've always wanted to do x y and z i've always wanted to do that too but i'm too scared to do it man you're gonna do it that's great that just gave you reinforcement I like that for something that you haven't even done yet. So that may be all the reinforcement that you want. And so now you're not going to chase your goal because, Hey, they, everybody's reinforcing me about even wanting to do this. So I'm of the, for me, it's uh especially with my fitness, my fitness goals. I don't tell anybody. I got them inside. I'm not telling anybody. Um, and then, you know, it's just a real personal thing for me. Um, you know, I so. mean, but but what do you you're, you're stu when you talk to your students, right. how does someone go to, a, you know, I know if you go to Florida A and M and you're down there and you're specializing in in some kind of, you know, you're you're doing something in, uh, in that arena where you want to do physical science and mechanics and things like that. How I mean, what are they? What, they're there for what? What are, what are they hoping to get out of? Are these people that are. They're not all going to be exercise gurus or they're not looking at that, but what, what would you kind of, how do you get them motivated? Do you use any right, so, of that? Yeah. My students are um, majority thinking of thinking about going into coaching, thinking about going into teaching strength and conditioning. Uh, some of them are pre rehabilitative science as I call it. So they're pre PT, pre occupational therapy, pre chiropractor, I've had a few of my students have come through and gone on to medical school. Um, a few of them uh, have come through and gone on to physical therapy school. I just had two gentlemen that I had as undergrads graduate and, uh, and now they're doctors, they're doctors of physical therapy. Wow, and, um, and so, and so with them, when I, when I see them every day and now they have, entrusted me to a part of their journey so they have said to me 
doc. My goal is to go get my doctorate in physical therapy. Okay, now you've empowered me to help you reach your goal. Now I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. So let, so if we circle back to you personally and you keep all your goals intrinsic and to yourself, then who holds you accountable? Me. And do you fail? Well, like, what's your rate of failure? I'm just, I, I'm a big, I, I'm a big proponent for telling, uh, telling at least one person. Like, I have a lot of my clients yeah. write down what their goals are for, what wherever they. Are. I mean, when they when they start um, doing exercise, you know, you, part of their intake is, you know, what is your goal? Or you know, if I've been working with them for a while, you know, and we just use January, just not necessarily January first, but just January as January. And, you know, what are your goals for this year? And I, they tell me whether I tell the world, but at least then I can touch back with them March 1st and be like, yo, Bob, Mm -hmm. how's that goal working out? And Bob's going to be like, you know, my ankle hurts and my mom's birthday's tomorrow, so I haven't been able to do it. And, you know, give me all the excuses in the world where I can come back and be like, yo, Bob, it was super important for you in January because of blah, blah, blah. And then he'll likely get back on. So I'm just, I'm just curious okay. why you keep it to yourself I mean, and I, what your I rate should... of failure is. Not that I think that you fail, but like, yeah, how many goals that you set do you not achieve? I'm just interested to know what, and it could not be like related to you, but like just to anybody. I mean, it's, it's the <laughs> principle of individual response and, and right. knowing yourself. Right. Um, and like, I'll, you know, I'll tell, I'll tell my my wife, my mom, and my dad what's going on. Okay, see. But yeah, there it is. There it is. You tell one person. Yeah, yeah I tell is. a few. Yeah, but that's three. That's my just see how she did right. that. Gotcha. I keep it Jeez. really tight. That's okay. You can keep. I mean, you can keep it tight. But I just. I, I mean, so I think it. I think who... it's super super important that you tell at least one person what your goals are, or else you're just you might as well just burn the paper. Would you agree, Doc? Yeah, um, it it I I agree. There's um, I there were a few um back in the '90s there was a a Asics did a running ad, and for for their shoes and it said, at the end of the day, only one person cares if you ran today or not. So cliche. And it's gonna be you. There you're, you know? you are you are the next Instagram meme. No, no. They're your no. motivational with Doc. You know what? I, I, I slipped and I said Doc Holiday was going to be on today. And somebody goes, wow, really? Yeah, I'm sitting here Googling it. I'm like, what? Who is this guy? Hickey, not Holiday. Come on. But he's got that kind of motivation. He's fast on the draw. There you go. I mean, and not everybody's the same. I mean, but I would say, I mean, I would probably hazard. I'm sure there's some study out there, so I'd probably get beat up. But I would say that there's probably like 98% of us should probably tell somebody. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I had in, a New Year's resolution a couple of years ago that I never told anybody about, except for now I use it as talking points. And that was, this is, you, you ready I'm for I'm ready it? for this. Ready? I, I'm like, you ready? got me a bated breath this? there. This Come is on. kind of like the fish yeah. from last, yeah, from last the, time. Oh, that was, so yeah. my New Year's resolution was that I was always going to bring the cart back in the parking lot. Okay. That you was my New Year's resolution. Shame on Joanne. From oh. January 1st to December 31st, <laughs> regardless of whether it was rain, snow, sleet, wind, hurricane, tornado, whatever it was, when I was shopping, I was going to bring that cart back. And you know what? On December 31st, I was like, well, look at that. I did I it. always Every bring the cart back. I make it a time just for the extra steps that I got to get. I'll walk purposely. I'll even take it to the, to the extreme and take it back inside the store. Mostly, you know, you know, food stores is what I usually go to with carts. But but I, I make a point to do that. But yeah. it's so you're saying before that. Yeah. You, and now and then the, the other day, I did not bring the cart back. Did back. you put shame, it in at least? Shame in, on me. And I went, take did, that 2019. Did you put it in a the car parking spot, so to speak. Oh yeah, I mean okay. back. You just either, don't leave them. Back the to the even if it was at, like at Publix or not at Publix at like TJ Maxx, you have to bring it back into the store. So regardless of whether I had to bring it back into the store or put it back in the parking spot in the parking lot, I brought that cart back. How long has this been that you've been doing this resolution? 
Oh, no, it was only for 2019. I'm over it now. Oh, so you're not doing <laughs> Yeah, I don't do it anymore. Those poor kids that work there, they're going to college, going to I school. I mean, I do. And they're walking, they have to go in there, and they use those little tracks, those little trucks with the little flashing light out. It looks like a truck. Oh, yeah. I always want to operate one of those. No. <laughs> Actually, I thought that would be pretty cool. I said, if I had a job, I'd love to because you feel like you're now a conductor of a like train. Now if it's like pouring <laughs> rain, I'm just like, so sorry, Walmart. I'm so Ooh, sorry. The flashing light. Joanne. So, anyway, that so you're the one. What was, who's the jerk who left that cart there, and or the cart that just mysteriously moves, uh, just with Could nobody behind it, and it, it just ding but hits not, the side of the cart. I was my conscience was clear in 2019. At least she's honest about it. That's part of her physiological. Yeah, well, I just wanted to see if I could do it, because you know, I, I mean, I thought I was kind of thinking about New Year's resolutions, kind of like the conversation that we're having, and I was like, you know what? I wonder if I can stick with something for a whole year. So I picked something super, super easy and arbitrary. <laughs> but okay, so she did it, but then she kicked the hand. Why couldn't she hold it, Doc? Why oh, I could hold it. I I was just like done. Yeah, but did why? it? Box but she checked. Did, but shouldn't it be something being innate? Then it would just be something you just do from now on without even giving a second thought. She for some reason made a goal, and I, I'm doing this. I, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just dropped. I mean, she just said, "Well, because well, I'm going to drop it now." What made her do that? I know this sounds crazy. What what, what was it? Why what? doesn't she just stick with it then? Well, now what's what's interesting is now she has a frame of reference. Okay. So if if right. she wanted to, if Joanne wanted to undergo a slightly larger task, something right. that would be one percent, two percent harder than returning the, the shopping cart, you have yeah. that frame of reference in the back of your head that says, "Oh, well, I did this for a year. Every every time for a year, right? I can do that for a year. And I really, every time. I mean, I really use it a lot in." and talking points to the clients and people who are working out. And I'm like, look, if I can do this for a year, you can do this. Like, I, I mean, you bring I mean, the cart. I mean, I'm bringing the cart back like maybe three days a week. I mean, you can, mm -hmm. you can, you can take the stairs for three days a week. It, it, it paints an attainable goal. I can see exactly what she's saying. If she can do that, then why can't I do right. X, Y, and Z? It, and it does help me because I, because uh, I think, and I think a lot of trainers struggle with this or a lot of people who are already in the fitness world, like, or a lot of people that run like, like Bob, when you're setting, when you're setting goals, uh, to set these lofty, high, high goals. And people are like, well, Bob, I can't run a half marathon. I can't go out to Callaway and run up and down that hill that exists now. You know, I just, I can't, I can't do that. So, you know, why would I even start? And so I use, I use the, the, shopping cart a lot because it's just like look you you can you can do the 20 steps or maybe it's across the parking lot or maybe mm -hmm. it's sure back into the store you just have to decide that you want to do it i like riding the cart i, I get a jumping start my kids always <coughs> laugh they think i look like a big kid i'll start running about you know five miles an hour and i'll jump on it and kind of coast a little bit and try to stare in a couple bumps and i'm sure their walmart <laughs> their their legal teams love you Watch out for that guy. That's right. Here comes that suit. Here he comes. I can, if I can help him, I can help you. I got him big bucks, but you know whatever it takes. But the, but is I, I just think you know when it comes to the, the gym, the weightlifting, the, the biking, the hiking, the rucking, the you know we haven't even gotten into the obvious where you are right now. Well, it's your virtual background, but but it, yeah. it does signal you had a you had a thirst and a love for ice. You know that's what originally brought you down into the mid nineties down there in Tallahassee to uh, participate in kind of an Olympic strategy kind of thing for ice skater or no, 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 it was yeah. So um, we'll touch on that for a minute. Yeah. So another thing we look at with, with goal setting and achieving stuff is that you got to do hard stuff. Okay. You got, because uh, yeah, yeah. you need a reference point. So um, I, I, played i grew up playing hockey this is union college in schenectady and that taught me um so one day at practice i get off the ice and i wasn't sweating i was i was young um i was maybe middle school um and i get off the ice and i'm not sweating um my parents we um you know we we had to we had a hustle we had to to well, we delivered pa papers after practice so i could afford to play mm -hmm. Um, and I get off the ice and I didn't, I, I, I had a dry head, which meant I wasn't sweating, which meant I didn't work hard enough. So, uh, get off the ice. My dad, uh, we gear up, head out to the truck. 
and get in the truck. My dad takes my, my hat off, runs his ha hand through my hair, and he says, the head's dry. And I said, yes, sir, it is. And he says, yeah, you're not sweating. That means you didn't work hard enough. Wow. And then he says to me, the next time you get off the ice with a dry head is the last time you're getting off the ice because I'm not going to bring you again. Wow. And I was like, whoa. It's brutal. And so oh, geez. I, I took that advice and like that's my yeah. – that's like my modus operandi for my life. And for example, in um, I was on the USA duath National Duathlon team um, for Worlds for my age group uh, a bunch of years. Right. And every year – Going to the race, my pre-race bag was my hockey bag from like 1980, um, just to remind me that I'm not getting off the ice with a dry head. I'm not getting off this course with a dry head. And so then when we, you know, that's where my athletic journey really started. Um, and then I morphed into track and right around the corner from the field house or right around the corner from the rink is the track where I won my first college race. Right. And right. then I came down here and, and long story short, we talk about doing hard stuff. Um, 2004, I did the Olympic trials in, in the time trial in bike racing. Uh, and, and then hence, I, hence you become a, a, a fantastic athlete up in this neck of the woods, the region for the tri Columbus GA series from Cali yeah, to Chattahoochee. Yeah. Run bike doc. Yeah. Um, and no, actually, I like yeah, I like that. We, um, the, the, uh, the, the Olympic race at Callaway Gardens um, was a was a, a very when we, we, we look at goal setting and what if I set a goal that's too high and I miss um, and so the the race for me at Callaway Gardens the Olympic my goal was to win the overall and that that race is for the duathlon and that race is it's it's a little bit beyond my racing distance and I didn't win the overall that day but i won the 50 plus group and i was so upset that i didn't win the overall that i didn't enjoy the 50 plus win so when i got back from the race and you unpack it and you process it and you say you know what i i gotta race i gotta stay in my weight class so what i need to do is focus on beating all the 50 year olds and if I'm beating all the 50 year olds and I, it just so happens that I beat the, the 30 year olds, then that's cool. But to, to keep it into perspective that, Hey man, I'm 53. So I'm going to beat the 50 year olds because when we take a look at human performance, once you hit 30 years old, your power speed and endurance drop by 1% per year um that's why I like the the race on saturday was so good it was a very special race for me because i ran just within within a handful of seconds on saturday what i ran in my very first 10k when i was 18 it's big so, is, so. isn't there a calculator it's okay to see some loss uh, and not only strength, but loss of endurance or loss. Is that, is that, that we know that would be kind of typical. And then in a way to measure it and say, Hey, even though you're not doing what you did when you're 18 and you're 53, by right. golly, but you're in exactly where you're in, still in a good spot for a 53 year old. Exactly. Calculation of that. So that, that's okay. But in your case, that's just profound. I mean, it, this is great. You're going back. It's like you're reverting, reverting back to your teenage years. I mean, it doesn't, you don't hear that very often. I sure as yeah. heck no, it's not me. I can tell you that. I mean, I, I was 21 5Ks. You know, I, I'm a five, you know, I did that. It was 59 minutes, but I was the back of the line and I kept passing people. That's my goal and motivation. Even though I was shooting with a camera, I start at the very back and take one person out at a time. Yeah. I like just doing it. It gives me a feeling of, hey, I'm making progress and I'm, I'm passing people. Although the, the time may not be great, but it's, it's a feeling of I'm doing I feel like I'm doing pretty good here and I can talk yep. to people on the way. But the time is great for you. Right. For me. Right. For you. Right. It's your, yes, it's your personal goal, your personal identification with that. 
I want to go back till I was 18. Is that possible? Is that, is that, an, <laughs> is that a goal that I should be looking at? <laughs> should I, or is that just something that is just, just freak of nature? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, yeah. um, you know, if, if you, um, you, if you take a look at, um, you know, distance running performance is that at 18, if you run a certain time and then you'll get faster and faster, if you, if you are dedicated, if this is your pursuit, right? This is the thing that's your avocation and you'll get fast up to about 30 years old. And then once you hit 30, it's a slow decline because the body just downhill from there. I knew she turns and looks at me. You know, your number one enemy is your birth certificate. Yeah, yeah, so it is because you, you people say that. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, you know, when okay. people say when they say that, what do you say to them when they say, "Well, you know, Bob, you know, you're you're not, you know." My father says, "Here you go." And last time I looked, and I'm looking at you on Facebook. You're not like 25. You're 50. You know, you're 56 now. You're yeah. Not, why do I have to prescribe that? Why or do well, I? Should I? No, nah, I mean it's it's the the truth is that you're, but the your 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 number one enemy is your birth certificate but you got to take your your past and just walk it off the plank make it walk the plank because like 25 year old me is gone you know every every cell in my body is remade every 7 years so like that person that was 25 i mean how many iterations of that am sure. i now um so it's about it's about where i am now and move what, what I'm going to do moving forward. And then if, as you're moving forward and you like, for me on Saturday, I hit that mark and I'm like, Whoa, that was, that's crazy. And then it, it gives it gives you a little bit of, of motivation that, you know what, man, I can, you know, I can hit my goals. I wish I would have seen you running. Do you run with a wide stride? I assume you do the wider you are, the better off you are. That's what I, I find. People think when you do more chop, you're, Run. Some people do, but I do know people who sh like almost shuffle. The older guys. I'm, I'm gonna go back to the older category. Yeah. And they still come with incredible times, and they pass. Yeah. You. Say, how in the heck is this guy passing me? And he's just. You can't tell like, you all your secrets, Bob. I know. Hey. <laughs> I'm trying to get as much as I can. You can see where I'm going with this. But but again, it's fascinating to see, in you know, timing races with Joanne, and timing for other you know runs and stuff locally you look at some of these people in age groups and they blow away the 30 year old age groups. Okay. They may not one overall, but they're, they're beating out age groups that are 20 years younger, 30 years younger than them, which is crazy to me. And I'm not saying, you know, it could be these people are relatively new, you know, runners, but, but a lot of them I recognize and they're, they're almost at the, and sometimes very competitive with them where somebody who's running like an incredible pace here. And then you look at how they compare to these other people. It's like, wow, you scratch your head and you're like, how in the heck, is that possible? And, and it's like each, in fact, as I'm getting older and at each age, age group I get older in and I'll be pushing at 60, I can't beat these guys. It was easier when I was in my, in my 40s, seriously, 30s and 40s. because they set New Year's resolutions. Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what happened? The goal was set high. That's what they did. And they know that's the right. why. And that, that's that's always a good thing. But I, I think it, it's okay to know the place where you want to be. So if we tell anybody, people just got to know you know, the goal, the goal's good for you. We right. kind of came to a mutual agreement. You try to keep it in, don't share too many, but you tell one person, Joanne feels, one, you know, one, two. your spouse, whatever, whomever, keep it in friend, the circle. keep it in a circle. We'll, we'll, we'll grant that. The inner, the circle. inner orbital when we're yeah. looking at electrons, right? There you go. Inner orbital. Orbital. Oh, I like that. Besides, I could see that we can, we can get into yeah electrons and protons and neutrons, the whole thing. <laughs> but I mean, but I see what you're saying there and that type of thing. And we described it again to get that balance is I, I want to say not homo sapien physio. What was it again? Homeostasis. Homeostasis. I love that word. I got to remember that, which means it's a, it's the, the state of being, it one it's, spot. A it's like a black constant body. constant Constantly. stable environment stable environment okay that's like yeah. when we say it's meteorological science when you look at something if you took no gravity no this you used to call it like a black body and it should just yeah. be stable and it's there and you build yeah. an equation oh boy, off of that. here we go look at joanne and we build off that equation we are, we are circling into uh, meteorology whoa, somehow i always bring it back to that but but we do want to bring but we do want we want that balance and we can branch off of this so it doesn't matter if joe smith does this time or Louise Wilson does this time 
it's it's what's your personal goal. And we want to continue to 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 focus on that when you're going in to get your training or whatever it may be. But you need to be held accountable. Right. 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 And so, you know, um, the main person is yourself, and then that's what these things are good for too. Right here, the uh, yes. it's not coming up. There I it see is. a little bit. Yeah, your metal there. The watches. Watch. The, uh, watch. It's not a metal. It's a metal button. No, 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 it's no, not no. A metal that's my, no, okay. no the, the metals are in the other room. Oh, okay. There you go. Because uh, <laughs> I don't like next time. Time's I, I just don't like time. But we're not. But being silly, the the watch is what keeps up all your, you know. Your, yeah. So like you distance. know some um some sort of a, a te- some sort of a wearable tech. You know when we go back to our the stages of change, somebody that wants to get that says, well, fitness is going to be my um, improved fitness is going to be my goal for 2022. Maybe for Christmas, they get a, uh, a polar or a Fitbit or, or something that's going to track their daily activity. And they, they use uh, January to set their baseline. Okay. I now I know that on average, I take 6,000 steps a day. The, the recommended step for the day is 10,000 for my age group. But what I'm going to do is do 6,500 steps a day for a month. And then I'm going to gradually move that needle. So, um, you know, the whole thing about goals, and that's why the racing biz is such a good thing, is that the things that get measured get done. I go to a race, like next year, I go to – Callaway Gardens, Christmas Classic, 10K, and I run X and I place Y and I compare that to what I did this year. And yeah, my training program worked. My my hypothesis that if I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to get faster and I'm going to run better at next year's Christmas 10K. Um, that's how we do it. I, I, I like that. I mean, I think that that makes sense. So what do we call, isn't there still, isn't it still technically a, a you know, kind of like a resolution of some sort, or do we give mm. it another name? Should we get another name guys? Should we coin another name instead of resolution? What else could we call it? it? I would just be my, the day of contemplation. I don't know. Ah. I mean, I call it the kickstart, but kickstart yeah. day yeah. contemplation. Kickstart, what do you think Dylan, our producer, young guy here? What do you think of that? Yeah. He's still on resolution. 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 Out of here. He's a millennial. Yeah, like he's still on resolution. Yeah, he's still on. Mean my Planet Fitness resolution. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. Give a little shout out there. But uh, you know, the next time you go there, you know what to do. But I, I'll tell you, the mechanics uh, of exercise are amazing. They really are. And and uh, boy, you really broke it down for us uh, bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think the big takeaway is just slow down and think about what you're gonna, what you want to accomplish, and then set a date and do it. Sounds good. Joanne's open. It's very simple. Doc is open too. Doc, what do you, what do you need down there when people come to work out with you after class? Where do you, where do you go? Oh well, well, my athletes, we go to the track. We either okay. go to the track or to the gym. So you got the track right there at A and M. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Very nice. We got yeah. full access to that. That's great. You don't have to pay, do you? <laughs> well, you do through your tuition, but that that all comes that all comes together. Yeah, that sounds good. When we head down there, maybe we can go hit that track. It'll be fun. You can. No, I'd love it with my. With my young guys, we talk about accountability. I <laughs> so I have, Thanks. I have, uh, I have two runners that I coach right now. Wow. Um, that I got, I have two distance runners, and one of them is, um, actually, one of them just the first meet of the year was sat was Friday, and he's currently ranked thirty fourth in the nation for Division One in the wow. mile. Wow! And um, and so I'll get out there and I chase him around on my bike. So I'm on my bike yelling out splits, pacing them through their intervals or pace them through their, their long runs. It's, it's a circus. Okay. So for track, you know, when we start thinking track and field, we're not, he's, that's not the, you know, we're not getting into 2000 meters or anything. They're 1600 meter. You're talking about, this is one mile. These guys, yeah, my guy is, um, I got, uh, JD is a miler and then he's a, he's an 800 meter runner. Okay. And he's bumping up to the mile right now. And he's going to take a shot at the steeplechase in the, in the spring. Wow. And then I got another guy, uh, I give him the initial CJB, and he's a 400-meter runner that's bumping up to the 800 this year. Um, and so it's a, it's a fascinating process working with, working with these two gentlemen in terms of um, – and it's a balance with, with health. You know, maximal use is abuse. 
How do I keep them from getting overuse injuries? How do I keep their their strength, their muscular strength, muscular endurance, when, and that we just don't go all in on the running? Um, because that then they would get unhealthy. Yeah, I want to finish so, on that note because, you know, anyone who's doing something, that's the important part of all this. Some people get wrapped into, I know people who just run. They just mm-hmm. run. They don't do cross. They do nothing right. else. Got to get that core strengthened. Right. So we should have a balance in if we're going to do that kind of physical exercise, whether it's cardio combined, we, we need to find a round balance of some sort. Right. And, it, yeah. and, and if you're a specific athlete for track and field, go swim on a site, go do CrossFit right. on some off days or vice versa. If you're a CrossFit person, why not do a little bit more cardio and run and, and swim or bike or right. whatever? Yeah. So we need that. The human body needs that. We, we don't want yeah, to just that... do one constant motion constantly with one particular exercise. Yeah, that's that principle of variation. Okay. And, you know, you get um, in the, something that you touched on earlier where people say, I don't feel like I used to. Well, you don't feel like you used to because you don't move like you used to. If you move yeah. like you used to, then you'll begin to feel like you used to. But it's got it has to be an evolution, not a revolution. Gotcha. We're going to gradually move that needle. We're going to attack that 1%. And so – in the weight room with my, with my runners, I call that our athleticing days. Just kind of made up a word, athleticing. Yeah, sure, <laughs> but, um, like but what do we do? Well, we run, we jump, we throw, we skip, we bound, we move side to side. Uh, we throw medicine balls at each other. We throw medicine balls at the wall um, because this is, it's, it's essentially a play day. And we do, we get a couple of those in for 30 minutes and our body is moving in all different directions, which is going to give the limbs a different stimulus so that they grow in order to be strong in all different directions. That's what makes Joanne's um, high intensity, multimodal um, (laughs) training Boutique training You're making facility. her blush. She's blushing. I'm, I'm trying to stay away it's from that one word. If you, if you see where I'm going with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but she says it's hot in here just to make a point. But she's got long oh, sleeves. off. A vest. Yeah. My, my and, you know, turned off. She dresses like this all year round. You would never know when joining us. People would assume, mm-hmm. oh, she must be a cold climate. She dresses like this in the summer, yeah. winter, fall, spring. She's. I was going to ask, is it snowing up there? Or <laughs> you would think it's getting hot in here, though. <laughs> yes, yeah. but that's what that's what makes uh, Joanne's boutique fitness gym so sure. uh, so key because you develop those high intensity functional movements that you that if you're if you are at a gym and if you you have very you you, you have great intentions but not as not as good knowledge and you're you're just you're going to walk you're going to be stuck in this side to side whereas when we start throwing things or going lateral movement now we're involving the whole body and we're and some jumping uh some bounding and and that's where we develop that total athletic um portfolio if you will and and that's going to be it's so important just for what I call ADLs, activities of daily life. Mm-hmm. And the because you never know what's the other thing about fitness is the reason that we do it, especially as adults, is that you never know when you're going to need to be really, really fast, really, really strong physically or really, really strong mentally. Is that at some point, we are going to be called on to be strong whether it's a physical strength or a mental strength and our, we can, we strengthen our minds through strengthening our bodies. Keep that balance is what we got to start right. to get them both working back and forth together. That, that, this is a plethora of knowledge. It was fantastic. And of course, if Nelly was here right now, I'm talking about the singer rapper artist, <laughs> you would say it's getting hot in here. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to take off all her clothes. Oh my jo- goodness. Joanne is sweating bullets like here. We got to get Joanne going out of here. In all sorts of directions. <laughs> you know that. that all that, sorts but, of but directions. But that's exercising my mind. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do variations. 
with this conversation. You get what I'm doing? <laughs> Dylan, look at Dylan. Put yourself on camera. Yeah. Shaking. He doesn't even watch Dylan, it. Dylan's Dylan is, shaking his head. Dylan is on Team Joanne here. <laughs> He's on Team Joanne. I feel outnumbered. How about Doc? Editor. Are you with me on that? Are you with me, Doc? Just a little bit? Be with me. Be with me. I think Doc is coming on. Doc, help me out here. Doc, come on, help me out. Prescribe (laughs) me something good. But it's good. But anyway, no, that that is fantastic. Jojo, do you have anything else you want to end with? No, I've got nothing. Ichalente, excellent information. This was fabulous, Doc. I I mean, you, you can't ask for anything better than that. Boy, you really pinpointed everything. Knocked it out of the park. I appreciate that. He's Thanks real, for having me on. Yeah, and he's really not in Schenectady, ladies and gentlemen. He's actually in Tallahassee right now. In Tallahassee. <laughs> Even though he sees background, looks like something from up place. north. It's your happy place. I remember that. I played, I played ice hockey for years. I loved it. So anyway, we are excited about having this guest. And again, Doc Hickey, look him up. We got all the information underneath here. We're going to give you a link to Doc's page. He's going to stay with us right after this. JoJo's here, same thing. And we want to remind everybody, resolution, smezolution. Is that a word I can say? Just bump it back a couple years. Bump or a it couple, back. couple weeks. That's couple it. Weeks. Couple, that's it. It's all delay the game. Delay the game yeah. is what we're saying. Find the why. That's what we need yeah. to do. Thank you so Attack much. Attack the 1%. Attack that's the right. 1% is right. Exactly. Inner circle. Small, small. Okay. You guys have a great one and happy new year. Thanks, <laughs> I can Doc. say that. Doc, thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a blast. It is. Hang in there. We want to talk to you right after this podcast. And for all you at home, guess what? You can join us any given time. Take a look at this right here. Uh, you can always check us out, of course, right there on any places where you get your, of course, your podcast. Apple. Apple. Say it with me, Dylan. Apple. Spotify and iHeart. And iHeart. So there you go. And WRBL.com is the video portion of this. So we do have a video portion of our podcast as well. You can check me out over on social media, Facebook, Be Jeswald Community, WRBL. And you can check me out at Twitter, Instagram, same name, same same game, same old thing. So uh, let's vary things up here a little bit, and we'll catch you the next time around. See you at the next uh, fitness series or Chattahoochee Challenge, whatever it may be, Doc. And for all you out there, just Get started, will you? Get a goal.